You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Diving catch. Rob Pools of extra bases, two down. So two home runs, three RBIs, takes away probably two runs there defensively. That's five runs he's involved in. Matt Chapman. Olson skies one high and deep to right field toward the corner of Dell. Out of the track near the wall, leaps up and got it. Makes the catch for out number three. Olson. On the goes. Hit out for center field. That's smoke. That is going to be into the bushes. A two-run home run for McCutcheon. And the Phillies take a 2 nothing lead. Here's another 3-2 going again as Soto hits one high in the air. Right center field. Brinson near the wall. Leaps. And he makes the catch. Lewis Brinson makes an unbelievable catch over the wall in center field. All right. Welcome in to this very latest edition of the Belly Up Fantasy Live baseball show. After a one-week absence, we are back. We're better than ever, and we're ready to hit the hit all the hot topics. And there are sure a lot of hot topics to get to today. And, uh, of course, I'm your host, Kevin. And we are joined. we got a full house today. And so we're going to start up there with Vince. Of course, he's the... Uh, the driver behind the Sports Stove podcast that can be seen in pretty much all the known universe. So, Vince, how are you doing this evening? Oh, feeling good, Kev. Uh, you know, just coming off fantasy victories and uh, taking down the number one team in the league and feeling pretty professional about my fantasy baseball advice right now. All right. So, <laughs> then we're going to come down over here to uh, Nick. And Nick is fresh off going up to the uh, Fantasy Football Expo that they had up there in uh, Ohio last week. And uh, we got to see some of that live going on, but he is back on our show. So, Nick, how are you? I am doing well. Uh, yeah, that's it. You know, went up to Canton, had had a good time, then came home and watched my Phillies crap the bed, as always. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, here I am. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure we have something to say about that. And, of course... We only have a guy that, with all this baseball news going on, we've got Dan down there. He is the belly up, belly up baseball department head. I always want to put fantasy in there, but you're just the straight up department head, and there's been a lot going on, so you've been really busy. So, Dan, how are you doing this evening? Hey, it's the dog days of summer. It's the most exciting time of baseball. September right around the corner, and – this is the time. This is the time, and it's not the time for the Phillies to have arguably the most backbreaking loss of the season to the Mets today 
and it it took six hours too. There was right. a rain delay in the middle. I didn't even know it rained here. It, it was a wild day for the Phillies in all the wrong ways. So, you know, that's an interesting point you bring up, Dan, because you know, the Phillies they score nine runs today and don't win. That seems to be that would be a problem, wouldn't you say, Nick? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, the, with the first two games of the, of the series, I think they scored a combined two runs and they lost one of them. And then now they go out and they, they played, uh, four games in three days. And, you know, uh, today they score nine runs and they lose. So, I mean, you know, it happens. I mean, that, you know, the old adage, that, that is baseball. You could be like, that's for sure. And so, uh, as I was saying, we, we, we were, all of us were pretty much on the road and doing what we were doing last week. And so we're probably the last show that are, that are going to discuss Fernando Tatis. All right. And we all know what happened. He was suspended 80 games because he was using PEDs. And so I just want to get our, our reaction right off the bat. Is anybody by a raise of hands buying? That he was doing this medication because he had ringworm. Anyone? 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 I am. I am. Nick, I'll just trying it. Okay. I'll I'll be the only idiot in the room and say yes. <laughs> okay. So, and so I'm gonna. We talked about this when before we went on air, Dan, because you were the guy that drafted him, and you, with the idea that he would come back shortly after the All Star break, which that wasn't going to happen. He was getting ready to come back. He would have been back on the active roster, I would assume, by now. But so, Dan, so what is your view on Fernando? Fernando? What, what what do you have to say about him? I mean, he was a ninth-round pick. That's the best thing I can say is that whoever I would have taken otherwise probably wouldn't have changed my roster too much. Uh, it's disappointing for, for me, obviously. I thought I was going to have one of the best players in baseball. You just slot him right into the shortstop spot and, and give me a leg up as as we approach the playoffs here in a couple weeks. Or fantasy playoffs, excuse me, in a couple weeks. Right. And, you know, it's disappointing for baseball in general because he's a really exciting player. He's really good for the game. He's a guy that you could have argued was the face of baseball. And now he's probably never going to be regarded as that again because he's got this this stain on his legacy as a 23-year-old, a 23-year-old that you'd assume doesn't need steroids to be successful unless he's been taking them you know, for his entire career, and now he's going to be an average player. But that's complete speculation. So, Vince, what's, what was your reaction when you heard this? Surprised. Um, you know, again, like – Dan just said at that age, I mean, you know, even if you're taking it for recovery and those kinds of things, man, there's just so much ahead. It actually kind of scares me more so than anything that maybe his, um, his injuries and his, he's got issues that are going to be nagging him consistently that he felt like he had to take stuff. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, it, maybe it's just bad people surrounding him. Uh, maybe he's getting bad advice or, you know, bad friends or whatever it may be. He is young. So that's very possible as well. Whatever it is, I hope that when he does get back on the ball field, I hope that he's plays really well. And within two or three years, we've kind of forgotten this, this whole thing. 
but I was surprised uh, in a lot of different ways. I mean, you're talking about a guy who seemed like he was close to coming back and, you know, then this happens and how long has he been doing it and all that kind of stuff definitely plays into it. I really don't think, unless he gets popped a second time, I don't think we're going to really think about this much more in the future, but uh, it worries me that he was taking stuff, whatever it is, taking it now at this age, at this point, it's, it's pretty crazy. It's kind of interesting because uh, Nick, Brian, the injured uh, podcast guy that was on our show kind of broke the story. That's the first place I'd seen it. And he said, and he's been in medicine for, for, for his life, basically. And he said that he had never seen a single person take this medication for this problem. And so that pretty much set my mindset right from the very beginning that, you know, he's trying to scam and he's, there's no, I didn't buy it to start with, but that cemented it. So Nick, where, where do you come in out on this? Well, I mean, not to, not to disclose too much about my history, but, uh, I used to be a high school wrestler and, you know, we had, I had a ringworm. I never took what he took. Uh, so all you do is put an antifungal on it. It just sounds like to me that he tried to cheat. He didn't do his due diligence. He didn't do his research and he got popped. That's all there is to it. I mean, I don't know what else you could possibly say. I don't, you know, I don't know who goes out and, and tries to, to do some, um, uh, third party medicinal purpose to cure ringworm. Uh, it's ringworm. You put antifungal on it and then, and then you're done. He, he just got popped. That's all there is to it. He tried to get around the circumvent the rules and he got popped. Yeah. I think that, yeah, Vince, you're pretty much right on, on cue with this because as you said, he's 23. What in the world does he need to be doing this stuff at this point in his career? And yeah. so I'm going to pose this question as Dan and I also talked before we came on next season. He's got 32 more games to go before the 80 games are up. So let's imagine that today is draft day for next season. And so where are you drafting him? If you are at all, let's start up top with you, Vince. Uh, I, so I had him in my keeper league and I dropped him. Um, so will I pick him up at the end of the season, right before the season ends and keep him? I'm thinking about it. I don't know. I mean, we talk about drafting him. Where does he fall? I honestly don't know yet, Kevin. I'm going to have to wait and, and kind of feel it out a little bit. Cause I mean, come next season, you know, where is he going to rank on all this kind of things? I mean, I know we're a fantasy show and we're supposed to get people content right now, but I have no idea. I have no idea what I'm going to do with him. Well, that that's great because you know, we're talking next year. Yeah. But so Dan, do we view him still as being one of the top players in the game going into next year? I mean, there's not you have to view him as a top player because the last time he played, he was unbelievable. He was a guy that could have won an MVP and you have to imagine he hasn't lost all of that ability just over, you know, over a season. It might take him a little bit to to get going and that and, you know, that month of, of not uh, an extra month of not playing baseball could lead to, you know, struggles into into May. And then, you know, in June, he gets it going. And then the question of value is how many points can he score from, you know, when he gets comfortable 
in, in May or June or whenever it is to the end of the season. And then going back on Vince's point, we're talking about Mike Trout as a guy that we're hoping doesn't get plagued by injuries for the rest of his career. But Mike Trout's on the wrong side of 30 now. Fernando Tatis is is younger than I am. Right. And we're talking about him and hoping, you know, his shoulder doesn't get hurt again. He's already moved off a shortstop to, to, to help his shoulder. And now he's got a broken wrist. Who knows if he's actually going to stop riding motorcycles in the offseason. So Fernando Tatis has to be viewed as a gamble for until he proves otherwise. Fernando Tatis is not someone that you really want to be relying on in in your fantasy lineup. So, Nick, you're on the clock. Are you taking him next year? I would take him, but I won't. I don't think I would take him as as my starting shortstop. I mean, you know, you got to look at it this way: it's 32 games out of 162. That's that's 20% of the season. Uh, you have guys that get hurt and you keep them on their, on your roster when they're day to day or they're on the 60 day IL. So I would, I would keep them. Why, why not? You, you can always draft somebody to, um, to start in his place. And then when Tatis gets rolling, you're going, you're going to put him back in there. And it isn't like he's just not going to, not pick up a bat up until spring training. He, unless his contract says, no, he cannot, I'm sure he's going to play down in the Caribbean leagues or he's going to find a place to play somewhere to, to keep him sharp. So I would, I would draft him. I'm mean, like I said, it, it's only 32 games. It isn't like he's, he's missing half the season. And it also depends on what kind of league you're in. Are you in a category league or are you in a points league? So there's, there's a lot of mitigating factors there, but I would definitely draft him. Kevin, hitting is a mental thing as much as it is a physical thing. Absolutely. I don't know what kind of mindset he's going to be in when he does get back. Uh, I would suspect it'll be a slow start, but you never know. Again, he's young, so and maybe he doesn't care. <laughs> maybe his deal is, hey, I got caught. That stinks. Whatever. I'll be back. That's probably better for him to sit out the rest of the season anyhow for as far as his health goes. Uh, so maybe it maybe it works out well for him, and he'll miss less time next season than he missed this season before the suspension. So I don't know, man. It's a weird one. Yeah, yeah. We got a lot of time, thankfully, to come up with an answer for that. But uh, so moving on to another subject, which is near and dear around here, because it started off on Monday when it was announced that uh, the Rangers. We're letting go of Chris Woodward, the manager. We're, 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 we're kicking him to the curb. <laughs> Interestingly, after they beat the Mariners too straight. So I, I don't understand really the timing of that. But uh, so they let him go. And I could say this because I'm in Texas, right? I'm in Ranger territory. I'm smack in the middle of it. When that occurred, there wasn't a single person that didn't say that uh, – John Daniels needs to go. Not a single person. Well, and it was interesting, too, because John Daniels said on Monday when somebody asked him about a situation, oh, we'll, we'll take a look at that down the line. He didn't know that 48 hours later, he was out. Yeah. And so now you've got John Daniels, you've got Chris Woodward, both making their own coffee, right? John Daniels probably hasn't made coffee for himself in 17 years. So... He's figuring out what he likes and doesn't like. So what do we 
if anything, make of this in the baseball and also in the fantasy realms, because some of us do have Rangers on our rosters. And so, Nick, I'll go down to you. What do you come in on this whole situation? First the manager and then the president of baseball operations are both on the street. Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Well, like I said, like you and I had talked about it off camera, and it's not going to do anything for them this year. It's to more or less to hit the ground running for next year, to set the tone for next year. <clears throat> you know, uh, he wasn't, he wasn't doing, doing the job. So obviously they felt that the time was now. Why wait? Get rid of him now. We'll put an interim manager in there and then we'll interview and then we'll hire a guy that we, that we really want for next season. And then of course the GM has to go because he's the one that puts the team together. So, right. uh, you know, you just, you can't fire one without the other. It's not always one person's fault in any situation at all. So again, is it, is it worth it? Uh, I see, I'd say yes, because again, you don't want to go into the season, uh, next year with the same manager and, and you've done absolutely nothing this year. So, I mean, if it's like, it's like a relationship. Look, if, if you're going to dump somebody, just do it now. Don't dump them. Well, I'm going to, well, well, I'm going to wait two, two weeks because the, you know, the timing might be better. Just rip the bandit off and start over. I've, well, I've been on both ends of that, my friend, and it ain't pretty on either, on either side. That's true. But, you know, Vince, this is the first team out of all the teams that have let a manager go this year that just didn't get rid of the manager. The other teams let the manager go, and everybody that was above him stayed. But the Rangers said, John Daniels, you won a world, you know, didn't win the World Series, but he got there. But that's 10 years ago now. Mm-hmm. And so we appreciate your help, but. Go home and make your own coffee. So this is a fantasy show. Do you think this has any impact whatsoever on their players for this year at all? I don't think it has a negative impact. I'm not sure if it has has an impact, but if it does, I would assume it'd be positive. Um, players seem to play freer when they have a guy coaching them that, that's probably not going to coach them next year. Um, there's just less There's less pressure. Uh, there. Uh, so if it has an impact, it's probably positive. But I'll say this about the Rangers, too. We're at that point of the year where the people are going to start looking to hire people. Uh, all the interviews are going to kick up and all that kind of stuff. So why not get started before everybody else? Why not get rid of your guys now? If you know you're getting rid of them, go ahead and get rid of them. The season's a wash anyhow. Um, start start getting the guys you want. Bring them through. Have the first interview. Have the first shot at them. you got a decent roster with some potential on it, veteran guys that are really good. So uh, find some guy with a vision for the GM job and let him go out and get a guy. Think about some of the names that are out there right now. You got Joe Madden, um, who's a World Series winner. Uh, you've Bochy. got Booch Bochy. He's a World Series winner. Ron Washington is an, is an assistant uh, right now. Um, there are guys out there with a lot of experience, a lot of solid experience. But there's also young guys. We see it in the NFL where guys are going for the young, unproven guys. So there's those guys out there, too. Maybe they've got somebody in mind. I would assume they have a GM in mind that they want either someone in-house or someone out-of-house out that they want to do. 
I don't know. But when the season's over, when your season's over, when there's no chance of you making the playoffs, if you know you're moving on, I mean, I don't I think it's a smart move. Move on and start interviewing guys. So Dan, where do you come down? So fantasy wise, are any of the Rangers better prospects now than they were a week ago? I don't think I'm running to pick up any Rangers that are on the, the waiver wire. I think the, the Rangers that deserve to be on rosters are, are on the rosters already. Um, and for, for me, I think it was a, it was an odd time to fire at least the the John Daniels, the president of, of baseball operations, because they're assumingly coming coming out of a rebuild. You know, they spent half a billion dollars on their middle infields this past off season, they've got some, they've got now two Jack Leiter and Kumar Rocker, two guys that both college pitchers could see the majors, you know, maybe at the end of next year, if everything goes well, they've got some, some prospects in the upper tiers of their farm system. So the manager, sure. I don't really know what more you were expecting out of the team this year than a third place finish. In the AL West, you were, they were clearly behind the Mariners and the Astros when the season started. So, I, yeah, I guess they, they didn't like the direction Woodward was taking them. And But John Daniels seems like a – it seemed like a strange time to fire someone in the middle of of what had been a, a rebuild from the, the World Series appearances in the early 2010s. To, to now where they're just coming back and, and starting to be in the playoff picture again. Well, we, we, we mentioned about I'm not running towards any Ranger players, but the only player that I've seen that's that's available at all right now that's worth picking up is Nathaniel Lowe, the first baseman. He's actually been playing pretty well. So if you're oh, needing a first baseman, I would. Are we doing ads and drops now? I didn't know we no, were. No, 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 Nick I, or, or Vince. I just threw that in there because it came to my head about that. Oh, now I got to scratch All right. that. All right. So, so that's a little free advice for you guys out there. All right. So let's turn to a subject that uh, we all love to discuss, and that, of course, is the Yankees. All right. And uh, the Yankees, they won today, but they lost three out of four to Toronto. All right. And before that, they, they haven't won a series since the, I don't think the, since the All-Star game. And people are, are ready to jump ship. OK, uh, I'm not a Yankees guy. I can't be because if you're a Dodger guy, you can't be a Yankee. But still, I think they're going to be OK. And so. What do you think? I'll start with you, Vince. The Yankees right now, the standings have them up by eight games over both Toronto and Tampa. All right. I think they're safe as far as their division. Of course, they're not leading by 15 and a half anymore, but I think they're safe. They're going to win their division. Do you concur, Vince? Yes. They kind of remind me of Kevin Wilson's fantasy team. I mean, <laughs> hot as I'll get out. And then all of a sudden, okay. they're out of nowhere. Um, but no, they're still going to win. They're still going to win. Kevin, I don't even know if you've noticed. I've been changing the banner on the bottom of the screen this whole show. So, uh, it's all been for you, but I don't think you've noticed any of them yet. I've so. gotten a kick out of all. <laughs> yeah. 
Why? I appreciate I appreciate you giving that me that much thought. <laughs> the the Yankees <laughs> are gonna win the division, but they don't look like a team that's gonna win the World Series. And no, they've seeded that first seed to the Houston Astros now. Well seeded it. Yeah, it's not just a one game lead on them or anything anymore. No, uh, they're no, back this, by the Astros. Season. The I Astros are going to win that first seed. I think we all can agree on that. Yeah, but I picked the Astros before the season go to the World Series, so I'll, I'll stick with that. But That's the Yankees, safe. what's happening to them, right? They, they've fallen apart. They, they got rid of Joey Gallo when everything went downhill. <laughs> the uh, curse of Joey Gallo remains supreme when he was killing them when he was on the team. Now he's killing them when he's not on the team. Yeah, <laughs> something's wrong. What is it? We don't know. It's Boone. I don't like Boone. Does anybody like Boone as a as a manager? I'm not saying he's a bad person. As a manager, I don't like Boone. But he really hasn't distinguished himself. But you know, you 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 got to go with the horse that brought you, and so you cannot get rid of him at this point because you got an eight game lead in the division. Yeah, as someone who grew up around horses, there's a better horse you get on it. Uh, so you don't have to stick with the one that brought. You. <laughs> All right, so so so, uh, all right, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry, Kevin. So so let me do this. Okay, go ahead, Vince. Yes. During the skid, if you're Cashman, would you consider dumping Boone? Oh, I would think that'd be crazy. Um, no. Okay. No. Only, only because you had just said don't don't switch the horse but, that brought you. Well, I don't know if there's I don't know if there's a better horse at this moment for them. But at the end of the season, I would consider it. Um, but right, not right now. I mean, you're still winning the East, okay. still going to the playoffs. Uh, that would be a wild. Now, if any team would do it, it would be the Yankees. <laughs> but that would be a wild move. Uh, no, I wouldn't change it now. But I would definitely think hard about the end of the season trying to find an upgrade if there's one there. Uh, you know, when it comes to finding baseball managers, that's not my forte. But I can see, you know, you, know, you get to ask the question about the Brewers, and I love Craig Council, but. Something's not working there, and whether it's him or somebody else, uh, the Yankees are the same way. They they keep doing well, but they're not they're not every year. They're not closing. Yeah. Okay. First question you got to ask is who better? You know right. who are you going to yeah. get better right. to replace Who's better? Who's better? Let's face it that's that's a hot seat to begin with. Well, it's not who you sit in it. It's not so just who's better, it, right? It's it's who's better that's available. <laughs> right, that's correct. Right. Yeah. Who's yeah. better that's available and won't burn his tail when he sits in that chair? Yeah, because you right? had mentioned, Vince, uh, you know, the other three coaches when we were talking about the um, Rangers. All those guys, they've already been on that coaching carousel. They've already been around the league two or three times. So what makes you think they're going to be better in New York of all places where, where you got to win yesterday and the day before? Well, they may not be fits for New York. Um, they would be an upgrade in Texas. Uh, would they be an upgrade in New York? Uh, that's, I mean, you could probably make an argument for at least one or two of them, but I love Ron Washington. <laughs> I take him. Yeah, he's not coming. He's not coming back here to Texas. All right. That's <laughs> no. not going to happen. We see that once or twice, Kevin. Around here, he was, he, he had something going on with somebody else's wife and who knows what else was happening with that. So, but look at, is, look at Dusty he, Baker. And what he's doing in Houston. Oh, Dusty's in a class by himself. Lay down the golden street for him. Well, they're not going to do that. But my They're not going to do that. Houston's not going to do that. My point is that the old guys do, at least some of them, have something to to give. And uh, and, and you give guys second chances. You give guys multiple opportunities, especially the guys who've won it before. Those are guys you have to at least bring in and talk to. 
and see if they're the right fit for your team. If they are, that you know, I'm not smart enough to make that decision. All right, so Dan, back in New York. Dan, you're the one that hasn't chimed in yet. So Yankees continue to win the division, yes? Yeah, they're going to win the division, but I'd be hard pressed to see them even see them go to the ALCS the way they're hitting right now. I mean, Aaron Judge is the only guy that's hit consistently all year, and even he's in a slump right now. And when Matt Carpenter is you're looking like your second best hitter, I mean, that's, that's not a team that I'm comfortable with seeing winning a playoff series. They've averaged less than four runs a game since the All-Star break, and even their pitching staff is is looking light. They've got three. You have to take into starters. account yesterday when you've got the ace of the of the staff going around punching the top of the dugout and getting booed at home. So things are not good in Yankee Land. Yeah, Garrett Garrett Cole. I think the Garrett beard Cole was the right. magic for for Garrett Cole. He didn't have it for the most part when he was in Pittsburgh. Grows the beard. It looks dominant in Houston. Then he has to shave the beard because of some silly so, rule that the Yankees have. So, and, so it's beard and, game. And now he stinks again. Beard okay. game. Yeah. All right. So I'm glad we got that straightened out. So, all right. So moving on to the other standings uh, in the uh, American League Central, Cleveland leads. Minnesota's a game and a half back. And the White Sox are two and a half. I'm about ready to, to uh, just check the White Sox off. Anybody else? <laughs> No, they're two and There's a half. There's another back. manager. There's another manager that. There's another that needs manager, to go. right? That we talked about, Nick. That we thought needed to go a long time ago. Twenty-one to five. Is that their score? No, that was a couple oh. of days ago uh, against the Astros. They lost twenty-one to five. Twenty-one to five. All right. So, but as we said before, they have to win that division. Whomever it is to get in the playoffs, whoever doesn't, oh, yeah. is not going anywhere. And and the White Sox have not impressed me this entire way, and so I'm not buying them. Kevin's I, not buying the White Sox. I'm buying the White Sox. I'm in on them. Uh, Cleveland's been good. Uh, I don't trust the Minnesota. That's for sure. The White Sox just have the talent, and at some point, the talent overrides everything else. And I think the White Sox still win this division. I'm I'm in on the White Sox. Okay, they're frustrating. So, they're so they're just frustrating to watch. Yeah. They're very frustrating to watch, especially yes, they are. Tim, Timmy Anderson and his antics. Um, he's he's getting thrown out like almost every other week. All right, so so Dan, White Sox division winners, yes or no? I mean, they they've hung around for so long. It, they are the best team talent-wise, I believe, in that division. That hasn't helped them through, you know, 120 games or however many it's been. Maybe it helps them over the last 40, and maybe it just puts them over the top. I, I can't decide. I can't decide which one of these AL <laughs> Central teams is just going to be thrown to the Wolves. That's right. They're going to get thrown to the Wolves. And if so, I had to pick one, yeah. I think I'd go with the Guardians because pitching is ultimately what wins in this in this league, especially when the when the schedule flips to September. And the Guardians have the best pitching uh, in the AL Central, so I, I'd lean Guardians. But I 
the White Sox could do it. It's going to be a game. The the winner of this division is probably going to have around 85 wins. It's not like we're we're talking about any of these teams being any good and doing anything in October, but I, the White Sox have to fire Tony LaRusso. I don't think anyone's having any fun on yeah, the White Sox. The fun quotient is definitely zero in Chicago. And that's a team with so many young stars on it. You know, Tim Anderson's a, a big personality. We obviously saw that in the uh, in the Field of Dreams game <laughs> last year when he hit the walk-off home run. Uh, Luis Robert is is a young star. You know, Jose Abreu is a is a guy that he's not, he's not young, but he's a really good player and looks like he can have a lot of fun when he wants to. And I don't think anyone's having fun. They just put Grendel back on the IL. Okay, so he's a guy that I'm definitely out on. Okay, maybe going forward the rest of his career. So, so Nick, I think you're with me on that, right? Chicago, no. Oh, gone. No, no. Okay. I, it's I think it's Cleveland, and truthfully, nobody wants to win that division because they all know they're going to get smoked in the playoffs. So, <laughs> all right. So we all right. So we agree on that. So the wild card in the American League, you got the three teams right now are Seattle. Tampa Bay and Toronto, all right? Then you got Baltimore is three back. And then White Sox, as we mentioned, are three and a half. Boston's five and a half. We're, we're, I'm writing Boston off right this second. And so we see this coming. They're right there. So the three teams that are in the – are they going to continue to be in? Let's go down to you, Nick. Uh, yeah, I don't see why not. The only team, uh, obviously because they're so close is Minnesota and Seattle, but I truly don't think that Seattle is going to falter all that much to cause them to be bounced out. Uh, Baltimore is a nice story. I said before the all-star break, you know, watch out for Baltimore. They got nothing to play for. So, so they're going to give everything they got. They got the best record in the AL East since the all-star break. But it's too little, too late for them. I think it's going to remain chalk the way it is, and we're just going to roll into the playoffs. Do you agree, Vince? Yeah, it's you know you get the winner of the Central's in, but nobody else from Central's getting in. Seattle, uh, they've they've leveled out. They've done a good job. They did they did what they needed to do this year with their roster. Uh, Tampa and Toronto are going to hold on. Baltimore, you know they haven't gone away either. But with the trades they made, there's just it's going to be so hard for them to maintain. Um, so I think that they're going to, if had they not made those trades, I, I still am just shocked. I'm shocked. They made the trades when they're actually, yeah, I, I'm not buying it either, Vince. So but yeah, Boston, yeah. the only chance you have is Boston getting on a crazy run. I don't That's think that's going to happen. So yeah, I think these three are your wild card or, uh, yeah, these three are your wild card. So Dan, you, you agree? I do agree. Um, the Mariners have done what they needed to do, like Vince said. Julio Rodriguez has been the superstar that they probably wanted Jared Kellenic yeah, to be. Whose team is he on? That would be me. <laughs> oh, the team that lost to me last week? Okay. That that would be that team, yes. So, Kevin, why do you why do you say things? It's I gonna come up. back to you. No, I came up. I do. You know. All right. So hey, over Kevin, in the National Kevin, League. Kevin, uh, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. Yeah. Kevin. Before it's we good. get to that, because we don't want to Uh-oh. forget real quick. That is uh, speaking. Just like our matchup was a true classic last week, we need to hear a quick word from our sponsors, True Classic. So I'm going to play a commercial okay. from I, them. I, I've quick. got a word after this commercial goes out. And when we come back, we'll look at the NL stats. 
Support for today's episode comes from True Classic. This brand new sponsor has the absolute best fitting t-shirts a man can buy. Finding the right t-shirt with a little bit of a dad bod is incredibly frustrating. Most t-shirts are either too tight on your gut or look way too big and boxy. You're not in high school anymore and it's time to upgrade. True Classic has already helped over 2 million men finally get a better fit at an affordable price. Our listeners get access to the best deal they offer. For a limited time only, get 20% off with the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at trueclassic.com. Almost all men's t-shirts are designed to look good on skinny models with six-packs, but most of us aren't packing anything but a few beers. Fellas, you are wearing the wrong clothes. True Classic tees taper off towards the bottom, but they fit tighter around the chest and shoulders. It's time to highlight your best attributes with a t-shirt you can always confidently throw on. True Classic doesn't just stop at tees. They are your one-stop shop for men's essentials. Super easy and simple to fill out your wardrobe. From polos and workout shirts with the same flattering fit to boxer briefs designed with a pouch to keep your bulge nice and comfortable. All their gear is top-notch quality at reasonable prices. It's about time you learn how to dress yourself properly. Upgrade your wardrobe with True Classic and get 25% off at trueclassic.com with the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. Free shipping included on purchases over $100 and 100% risk-free guarantee with a 30-day return policy. Stay classy with True Classic. Your dad bod will thank you. All right, so I just want to say that I'm a living spokesman right now for True Classic because this shirt right here is a True Classic shirt. It's very comfortable, very lightweight, and I was wearing a shirt when I was on the other show earlier in the day that had a collar. I, I came out, and I said to my wife, what do you think? She said, I love it. There's no other that There's no other person or anyone else that you need to hear of more than your wife saying, I love it. That's the end of the argument. All right. So two classic does bring on the power. Yeah. All right. So love it. All right. So having said that, and I want to, because we this is a fantasy show as we know, and uh, we're going to talk about the National League, but um, I just want to Atlanta, Vince, yes or no? Are they going to catch the Mets? I'm still sticking with the Mets. I think Atlanta's going to nip their heels the whole way, and they're going to be a dangerous playoff team. Uh, I just I think the Mets have it, man. They've they've got, and I think this, they think they got it this year um, in the in the division. Let me clarify that uh, the Mets have it in the division. I think I like I said, yes, Atlanta's second place. Okay, Dan, Atlanta. I think they catch the Mets. The Mets don't get to beat up on the Phillies anymore this year. They, they already took their 14 games against them, 14 wins in 19 games against them. They've got to play the Braves a couple more times, and the Braves have proven they can they can beat the Mets. Well, they beat them three out of four this week. They, they the, did, and the, the Braves – And then look, they beat Houston two out of three. The Braves look better than they did last year, and that team Absolutely. won the World Series. And Absolutely. That's, that's a scary, it's a scary thing for me to say. As a, as, a, as a fan of a team that has to play in a division with both of these teams in it. And I, I think the Braves are really good. The Mets have been lucky, all one of the luckiest teams in the league all year. I've been waiting for it to, to collapse on them. Maybe it finally happens here in in September. 
but I, yeah. I, I think the Braves catch him, and I, I think the Braves might might win the World Series again and repeat, because yeah. they look like the best team. They've got a guy I've never heard of hitting home runs for him in Vaughn Grissom. At, it, just <laughs> it's so amazing open. how they could lose somebody like Ozzy Albies and then and turn to a guy named Vaughn, and they're okay. The baseball gods will not allow Azuna to have success this season. That's right. That's so, right. So, hey. yeah, that that's a whole discussion for another day. So, Nick, Braves, win the division, yes or no? Well, I just looked at the schedule, and the Mets have a considerably easier schedule going down the pike. Like, they play they play the Pittsburghs, they play the Cubs, they play the, they, they play the Nats. Yeah. Uh, it's just – it's – it's just set up for them. The hardest team they play, uh, they they play the Yankees tomorrow and Tuesday, and then they play the Dodgers August thirtieth through the through September first, and then it's easy street after that. And then they finish up uh, October one, two, and three. No, excuse me, September thirtieth and October first and second with Atlanta. Atlanta's got a considerably tougher schedule than, than New York does. But uh, I called it earlier in the season. I'm going to stick with Atlanta. I'm not going to jump ship. Um, you know, until the Mets can prove that they're not going to fall apart like they usually do, I'm going to go with them with the Braves. All right. So I'm going to stick with the Braves as well. But I think the Mets are an excellent team. Oh, they are. All right. But they usually fall apart by the when it counts. All right. So we are a fantasy show. And uh, Vince, you had said something on Friday. Because Friday, I wrote an article, so everyone was aware that Friday at noon was the trade deadline in fantasy baseball. It has come. It has gone. <laughs> so now, if you're looking to improve your team, you've got to do it through the waiver wire. So you had said, Vince, that no one wanted to trade with you. Was that the result throughout the whole day? No one wanted to deal with you? Yeah, let me do this. I'll do this as quick as I can because I know we're already short on time. Uh, I want to give you a couple of the offers I sent. You could tell me if they were completely wacky or not. The key piece in all the offers I was sending was Mike Trout. I was trying to trade Mike Trout uh, to someone else. Okay. Uh, so I sent this one to the Cleveland Guardians in our in our league. Um, forget who that is. Uh, that's the, Tom, Tom that's the Bieber. That's the Bieber lover. Tom Matheny. So I sent him this offer. Uh, I was offering him Johnny Cueto, Noah Syndergaard, Cattell Marte, Mike Trout, and Lance Lynn for Cal Quantrill, George Springer, and Matt Olson. He said no. Um, he's one in 16, and he said yeah, no. I noticed that. Um, I sent <laughs> I sent. I would Bryce have to consider Baby. that. I just, I would float this. I would have to consider that offer. I thought one in 16, you have to consider everything. Right. Well, uh, I'm um, saying me. Oh, you? Okay. Yeah, I would have to consider that offer. Uh, I thought it was a fair offer. Um, okay. I offered Nathan Nguyen from Bryce Bryce Baby, uh, mm -hmm. Mike Trout and Johnny Cueto for Justin Verlander. He said no. I can understand that, but it is what it is. Um, I sent a uh, different league. I sent uh, this one. Sorry, that's a bad one. I would have said no to that one too. Um, <laughs> I, I sent to our fearless leader, Mike Brown, I sent him an offer of Justin Turner, Mike Trout, Johnny Cueto, and Sonny Gray for Max Scherzer and Anthony Rizzo. Um, our fearless leader, Mike, Mike Brown, said no. He's also out of the playoffs, so I thought maybe he'd take a swing at it. Uh, he did not. 
Um, and then one more for you. In a different league, I offered Manny Machado, Carlos Santana, and Yerman Marquez for Matt Chapman, Sterling Marte, and Freddie Peralta. I would absolutely have said no to that. You would have really? I thought yeah. that Machado itself was going to be worth, you know, the inconsistency of Chapman. Peralta just came back from injury, and then Marte's been good. No doubt about that. But he's on uh, my team. I'm well aware how good he is. And I sent that to a guy who's not going to make the playoffs in that league either. Um, so, so yeah, are, are, is that what we in fantasy baseball trade is kind of a impasse, you know, passe thing now, where we're not going to do that. I'm not really a big trader guy because the league we're in, it's only ten. If I need somebody, I'm going to the wire to get it. But Nick, you're in a bigger league, so 14. trades is that is that kind of nobody wants to do that anymore. No, it's not the fact they don't want to do it anymore. It's that they they want they want your starters f- for their depth. It's like no, what what there you why? Go. And why? I have seen that on Twitter. Somebody has said the exact same thing. Yeah, I'm not training my starters for your depth. Yeah, I re- I read the exact same tweet, and you know I said it in other words, but I mean it's just the same sentiment to everybody. Why would I mean it happens in fantasy football all the time too? Why would I? Why would I take your three bench players for my top quarterback? I mean. I mean, there's a guy that we, we right. know that pulls that but crap all the time. Consider who am I going to drop to take on these extra players? Yeah. And why would I, I want three so. three slots to fill one? That doesn't they, make sense. Now, that's a that's a Matthew Berry advice is where it comes from, uh, where he says you throw five guys for one guy, and some guys will take that. But the five guys they're sending the offer with is guys that are owned in 2.3% of leagues. <laughs> right. <laughs> Garbage. I was owned in 99.8% of leagues. I'm like, come on, man. Hey, take my five pin- pinos for your Ferrari. No, that's not. No, 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 that, no, that, no, no, no. That, that doesn't work. All right. So, because you had said that, Vince. So I was, I was curious to see if that's the way it worked out that you didn't yeah. get anybody to trade with. Listen, I have and, a rep- and I get that. Um, I send bad offers. You definitely but, have a reputation, Vince. So, yeah. But yeah, I'm just trying to start the conversation. But some people take it as that's a bad offer. I'm never talking to that guy again. And my deal is, hey, send something back. Uh, you know, give me something. I got to know where to work. I'm not going to throw my best offer at you to start with. Uh, let's see, see where we are. Because well, well, Vince, I floated in a, 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 a question to you and you never did answer to me. Yeah, okay. I was in the middle of something. I apologize. I did see it, and I was like, "Oh, trash!" And I didn't have time to look. That at was his way of saying no, Kevin. That that, that was that your was answer. His way of saying no. Okay. Because I had said, hey, <laughs> "What do you think about Josh Bell or Ty France?" Yeah, my initial thought is no, because uh, I love Ty France. Uh, he's been very good to me this year. Uh, Josh Bell, I like, um, but I didn't have a chance. I honestly didn't have a chance to pull up the stats and look at the numbers. And I'm not going to say yes to something until I look at the numbers and. And it, you, I think you sent it to me what an hour before the deadline because I commented right, because, on your your post about being right an hour. because you had if you had said what you said so I thought okay if nobody wants to do any trading then we'll, you know what about this yeah and yeah. Uh, just to see what you know your reaction might have been yeah and so that's pretty much what I expected <laughs> simply because Ty France has more versatility yes. that's what it came down to me yeah all right so as we mentioned. There is no more. We got to talk to him. Okay, and so Dan, pickups. All right, and I just want to point this out because we've had some fun with this, and you know I'm I'm losing the Vince and everything else. But the three of us, if you're wondering, hey, 
should I listen to these guys? Do they know what they're talking about? All me, Vince, and Dan are in the same league. We're all in the playoffs. Okay? So we may know what we're talking about here. Nick, I don't know what your situation is in your in league. A league. In a league that only lets four people in the playoffs. That's right. That's right. It's not one of those where we're going to let eight people in out of ten or six or whatever kind of nonsense we, we can come up with. It's four, and that's it. And we're in, all three of us. Mm-hmm. So we may know what we're talking about. Not to toot our horns, but, yes, I just did that. All right. <laughs> all right. So, so Dan, pick up. Who are you looking towards to pick up off the waiver wire to strengthen your team? You know, I never thought I'd say it, especially – Especially now with where this guy is in his career. Oh, I know it. I know exactly where he's going. <laughs> but Albert Pujols is hitting really, really well since the All Star break. He's hit like what eight home runs this week alone. He, he's Seems hit like. seven home runs since the All Star break, and he hit six all of the first half. He has somehow vaulted seven hundred back into the equation. He's at six ninety two after a two-home run game yesterday. If you've got a guy to platoon him with, if you've got the spot where you're not really set on any one guy and you can put Albert Pujols in only when he's playing, which is against left-handed starters, he's worth playing against left-handed starters. He's got 37 OPS, points over the last seven days. I'd say, you, o- I'd say you put him in. His OPS is over 1,000 against lefties compared to under 600 against righties. Okay, fair enough. If the matchup is right, Albert Pujols is still somehow at 42, an elite hitter, when the matchup is in his favor. And clean. And clean. And well. I'll question that. We'll, we'll, <laughs> I'm going to question Albert Pujols. After six that, and that's three. That's a Dan exclusive right there. Okay? Oh, that, that is an integrity check on Dan then. I'm, I'm sure they're sending him I'm sure they're sending him tests. <laughs> yep. But but when he passes the mall, I will I will uh, I will take that one on the chin. We'll we'll but, we'll, we'll let you do a victory. You know, Dan, how about that? <laughs> I don't want him to test positive. That would be a no. horrible end. No, that That'd would be, be bad end. at this point in his career. That would be really bad. <laughs> All right, so, uh, Vince, who yeah. are you picking up? Well, I'm not allowed to say Nathaniel Lowe now because Kevin already said it. Um, outfielder from Arizona, Jake McCarthy. He's owned in 2.9% of leagues, so he's probably available in your league. Having a good week at the very least, five RBIs, a home run, two walks, two stolen bases. Uh, and then I picked up relief pitcher from Washington, Kyle Finnegan. He just picked up three saves in the last seven days, uh, 7% owned in leagues. If you're looking for saves, he might be able to add him. He's on the Nationals, so how many more is he going to get? We don't know, but he's got the opportunity. And when we get to the drafts, we'll talk about you may have just lost a closer you had to cut, so you're looking to replace those saves. All right, so Nick, what do we got? Uh, well, I got some guy named Kenny Carpenter, Detroit outfielder. In the last seven days, he got 21 points with 12 total bases. And one thing we didn't cover and we won't get to, but, uh, Ozuna got booed in his first game back 
As he should. From, from his as Dewey. He should. From his Dewey. Yeah. Yeah, as he should. Go ahead. That's it. That's what he's got. That's it? Okay. That's it. I just, I just want to throw that in there. <laughs> okay. Not to, at, fine. Fine, fine, fine. So fine, uh, a couple fine. players that I have is uh, Ha Song Kim from the Padres. Now that Tatis is out, he will be in the lineup every day. He's only owned in 10% of leagues. He's hitting 409 in his last seven days. So he's earned a spot in the lineup to begin with. And uh, another guy uh, – is your guy, Vince, Matt Bush, up there in Milwaukee. And uh, he's only owned in 1.3% of leagues. If, but if you're in a league like us that 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 honors holds, he's got a place on, on a fantasy roster. And, Kevin, and, you got to yeah. watch him. He might get save opportunities very soon. He might. He well yeah, might. He's, he's been great since coming over. But, yeah, if you got yeah. a hold, get him now. If you don't have holds, keep an eye on him because he might be getting saves pretty soon. Right. And you should have holds. I'll just put that out because it is a statistic in the game. So that should be a spot in fantasy. And so uh, let's go to drops. And I'll start with you, Vince. Who are we dropping? Uh, two closers. Uh, Craig Kimbrell. We're going to go ahead and kick him to okay. the side. I thought you kicked him. I saw yeah. that. And, and Josh has the Dodger. I'm not picking him up. Yeah, and Josh Hader's got to be gone now, too. He's no longer the closer in San Diego. Only problem with that, Vince, is not droppable. I saw that. He was droppable. not droppable. (laughs) I dropped him in a league. He he was droppable in that league. In in our league, unless it's changed, he's not droppable. Uh, He's on my team. I can't drop him. If I were you, I'd be emailing ESPN Fantasy as soon as we get off the air and say, hey. That, 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 there, there's I, something that needs to be discussed there. Seeing as how ZRA is like 27 and a half or something. Yeah, and he's not the closer anymore. I dropped him the other day, so keep an eye on it. You might be able to drop him. Okay. Uh, and I also got, sorry, uh, Baltimore's Austin Hayes as well, um, outfielder. I dropped him. I dropped him. Hits I, I, I wanted to hold kind of like, you know, you've got your – he's a gold nugget. You don't want to do it, but it turned out to be fool's gold, so I had to do it. <laughs> well, I'm with you on that. Yeah. So, uh, Dan, who are you dropping? We'll say this. Uh, sorry to Josh Hader for the Phillies breaking him. He didn't allow a run, and then Matt Veerling and Alec Bohm hit hit home runs against him, and he blew his first save of the year, and his year race over nine yeah. since, since that day. Uh, I was going to say him as a joke. I didn't think we were actually going to bring him up. Uh, but yeah, he's he's uh, he is a joke. No. So yeah, so a joke, and it's not a funny punchline at all. So uh, <laughs> another not funny joke. Uh, Marcelo Zuna, for some reason, he's still owned in seventy five percent of ESPN leagues. Kick him, kick him. No, thank you. Kick him. He, he, kick he's him. not playing well, along with being a horrible person. Uh, not someone I'd I'd want to root with root for on my fantasy team. Uh, another one, really any Yankee not named Aaron Judge. They're all playing poorly right now. Anthony Rizzo. I don't think I'm going to go quite to that level, but Anthony yeah. Rizzo has three points in his last 15 games, 15 strikeouts. DJ LeMahieu has nine points in his last 15, 12 strikeouts. Glaber Torres. The strikeouts is the amazing part to me. They're all just playing up there. Yeah, Glaber Torres, 17 strikeouts, nine points in his last 15. You know, right now almost none of them are worth owning. Or at least starting. If if you've got them, put them on your bench until they prove they can they can hit the baseball. Because 
not no one's hitting in the Yankees lineup right now. And just like hitting is contagious, it seems that striking out is right now contagious in the Yankees locker room. Yeah, I I think you're hundred percent right, Dan. All right, so Nick, who you drop? Uh, yeah, Dan. Water is wet, and misery loves company. So yeah, it's a it's a strikeout party. Uh, one I was surprised to see that that Ozuna was on the uh, drop list, but uh, one guy I got is Cole Irwin. Cole Irvin, excuse me. He's minus eight in in the last seven days. He's zero uh, and two. Got he's only got three Ks, three three walks, and a seven point five ERA. So if you are an Oakland fan. Uh, sorry to be you, but you got to drop Cole Irwin. And a nod to you, uh, Mr. Wilson. Uh, you can go ahead and drop Joey Votto because he is now on the IL for the, for the rest of the season. That's and right. before that, he was at a negative two. Okay, and so then, I'm just going to name some names. Hey, Eugenio Suarez, Seattle's playing well. He is not. He needs to go. Uh Yadier Molina is not working in, in, in St. Louis. And uh, Patrick Corbin still at 34%, and he is the worst pitcher, I think, that's in existence. So let, let you know, let my people go. You know, when, when Moses was saying that to, to, to the uh, Egyptian, let my people go, let Corbin go, all right? Just, just, just stop that. Okay. Wow. All right. So we have come to the end. Let me just okay. One player that you're holding on to, Vince, despite everything. Uh Mike Trout. Okay. Uh he I would mean, be a good hold. Yeah. Points have not been they've not been there, right? Uh he's played yeah. three games since coming back from injury, minus one, minus one, and three points. Um he's missed what a month almost, it seemed like. Or so, yeah. Uh, he's batting 262 on the season, one stolen base, 24 home runs, 51 RBIs, 55 runs. Um, I've held on to him. I've just kept saying he's got to turn it around at some point. Uh, and he has games still where he does it, but then he's got three or four games where it's really, really bad. But okay. holding on to him. All right. So, Dan, one player you're holding. Uh, Whit Merrifield. He's been. He's on pretty, my drop list. He's been he pretty average. him with every fiber you're being. If I did that though, then I would admit that Vince probably got the better of me in that trade. Even though oh, you I, don't got want to do better, that. I got the better, I got the better pitcher with Tyler Tyler Anderson over Frankie Vontas. Yeah, uh, yeah. but Whit Merrifield is okay. he's been tough, but he's he's getting just enough done to keep a spot on my roster. Um, but he's trending towards towards being off the roster. All right, Nick, one player, go. Hosmer. I mean, he's so frustrating, but then again, okay. (laughs) but then as we said, you know, we prefaced it earlier, I'm in a 14 team league and you know, the, the uh, cupboard is barrel on the waiver wire. And again, you know, people, people want your stud for their trash. So it's kind of hard to get rid of a guy like Hosmer. Who's got 197 points overall. And he, he he does get you five or six points a week. So you kind of got to hold on to him. Okay. I'll buy that. So, players I'm holding on to, which doesn't make me happy, is uh, Pablo Lopez. All right. Ooh. Hasn't been pitching well, but you got to hold him. And uh, we talked about, you mentioned him earlier, Dan, Frankie Montaz. All right. You got to hold him. And so, just a couple of guys like that there. Pavetta, I'll let you know t- 
you know, later on today, whether he's a hold or what. So no, he's All not right. a hold. He's a he's a drop. He's an absolute body slam. All right. So that brings us to the end of our uh, Belly Up Fantasy Live baseball show. And uh, so, Vince, we know you're all over the known universe, but where can we specifically find you? So I just dropped a new episode this afternoon of the Sports Stove Podcast, breaking down the AFC and NFC South divisions and ranking top 10 wide receivers. And we talked some baseball on there as well. Uh, anywhere you get podcasts, the Sports Stove Podcast, are also on YouTube uh, and bellyup.tv as well. All those places there on Instagram and Twitter at Sports Stove. I'm a better Twitter follower than I am an Instagram follow. I'm working on that. But uh, nonetheless, you find me there as well. And I feel like I'm forgetting a show that I do, but I don't think I am. So there you go. There's where I am. (laughs) So, Dan, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at DanDomico14. I didn't have anything nice to say about the Phillies today, so I didn't say anything at all. And that's what it came to today. Uh, But also follow (laughs) Belly of Baseball on Twitter. Got new stuff going up there every day. All right, Nick, where are you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Penn Flanders, and I'm also affiliated with TSSFancy.com. And uh, tomorrow night show, we're doing our best ball draft strategies. So check us out 9 p.m. on YouTube <laughs> and hit the subscribe button. That would be great, Nick, if uh, best ball drafts, if they... I've already been in one. All right. That's your fault. That's your fault, Kev. Well, that's not my fault because I said, okay, I will get involved in the charity, you know, ah. that, 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 that belly up is in for the, uh, for the lemonade stand and all that stuff. And all of a sudden, next thing I know, I'm drafted. Like, what? <laughs> What's happening? And you, and you get like eight seconds per pick. Right. And so that's how I wound up with Zach Wilson. Okay. <laughs> I'll just hey, hey, in. hey! I I couldn't really participate in mine, and I had to auto draft one, and I got freaking Deshaun Watson. He's my own quarterback on my team, so <laughs> I, so I already lost. Yeah. So, Yikes. so but those that have not drafted yet, check out uh, TSS Fantasy for that tomorrow. And uh, just want to put out there because t- after today, there are two weeks left in the fantasy baseball season. Yes. So things are definitely heating up. And so you'll definitely want to keep in touch with us to keep in track with what's going on. And uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be great as we get ready to, to charge towards the playoffs. And uh, you can always find me at Kevin62WILSEA on, on Twitter. And uh, you can find me on the uh, the, the fantasy, uh, Elliot Fantasy site. About one article a week comes out over there. And – I would be remiss if I didn't say, Dan, where can we find you? You already said them. Yeah. You already, already said Dan. Said okay. So then All you right. were remiss. Right. He is, I am he remiss. Is, okay. Really so. losing last week in fantasy baseball to me. You know, is it, 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 yeah. yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey Bryce happened. Harper, the, please save you know, us. The plane was fans. going Thank like you. this, right? And all of a sudden, engine troubles, and it went like that. <laughs> I'm probably going to play Kevin in week one of the playoffs, and I'm probably going to regret That's everything. The way That's right. That's the, if, it, if the playoffs <laughs> began tomorrow, me and you would be going at it, Vince. So. And you deserve everything you get, Vince. Everything you get, That's right. you deserve so, it. You better hope you beat me because after this past week, well, I'll be doing we have some no trolling. Need for a fantasy right. show once once the playoffs are over. So, <laughs> well, 
We'll make sure that that, that word gets put out there. All right. All right. So that's the end of this show for this week. And uh, we'll be back next Sunday at the same time, 8 Eastern, as Vince says, where time began. And uh, we will see you next time. And everybody have a great week. Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.